This episode is brought to you by Pronamel. Not all our favorite foods and drinks are BFFs with our teeth. Salad dressing, seltzers, and fruits can be enamel enemies. So if you eat or drink those things regularly, your enamel could be at risk. And once it's gone, it's gone. Pronamel Intensive Enamel Repair penetrates deep into the enamel surface, locking in vital minerals to repair acid-weakened enamel. And with new Pronamel Repair mouthwash, you can enhance that repair beyond just brushing. Pronamel is the number one dentist-recommended brand for acid erosion, so buy Pronamel Repair anywhere you buy toothpaste or mouthwash. Visit Pronamel.com. Let's hit it! Give me a vacation! Vacation! Give me a wave! Surfing! Give me a city tour! The trolley! Give me animals! The zoo! Give me some sea life! <laughs> Give me museums! Park. Give me a woo! What's that spell? San Diego! If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your family vacation at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school, you're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Hello and welcome to Saver. I'm Annie Reese. And I'm Lauren Vogelbaum. And today, well, okay, today we're talking about ranch. Yes. We're, we're building up for the, the big game, that, that, that big video game playing session that we like to do. That <laughs> Oh, the Super Bowl. The Puppy Bowl. And we're also <laughs> here um, to celebrate that momentous occasion with our friend Ben Bolin. Thanks so much for having me on the show, Annie and Lauren. I have a lot of feelings about ranch, and I, I suspect that's why you invited me here today. Uh, but big fan of Savor in general. Always look forward to hearing about your adventures. Oh, thank you. We're a big fan of yours. Yes. Um, and back when Food Stuff was like a video series... You were one of the hosts of it, and I, I was the producer slash editor, and we our first episode was for The Big Game, and it was about chicken wings. Yes. The secret is an offensive amount of butter. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Yeah, I, I remember in particular it opened with uh, you and the other host, Kristen, covered in buffalo sauce. <laughs> mm-hmm. Which was not, Ooh. we didn't set that up. I think that just happened while we were eating. Yeah. yeah. It does It does tend to happen when you're eating chicken wings. I like what you're saying, too, about the, the Super Bowl, the way that we sort of ritualize it. It has this um, almost like how a holiday has a set menu of sorts. The Super Bowl seems to always revolve around like a certain number of foods, right? Pizza, chicken wings. 
beer is a, is that a food? Sure. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Um, <laughs> it better be. Oh gosh. Uh, well, drink responsibly. Uh, yeah, buffalo chicken dip. I think is my preferred chicken. But I almost said imbibement method. That's not correct. That is super incorrect. Mm. <laughs> chicken vehicle. It, chicken vehicle. Yes. There you go. But you often find ranch dressing as a side to chicken wings. And we do have a chicken wing episode coming up, so so wait for that. We're doing a whole thing here. Oh, yeah. It's thematic. Yes. Yes. I myself, um, I am not a ranch dressing person. I'm much more into blue cheese, and I would rather have no dressing on my salad at all as opposed to ranch. I wow. think it's because it's close to mayo. Yeah. Um, but I don't have the same level of hate for it that I have for mayo. It's lesser. Yeah, I uh, I'm with you there, Annie. I'm also a blue cheese person. I will. I, it's weird because so my girlfriend is a ranch person. I don't want to ranch oh, shame wow. her or whatever. Sure, sure, yeah. But it, there's a chicken wing place we always go to, and it's a fantastic place. They have two choices of sauces, and I think relationships have been um, <laughs> maybe not wrecked but complicated <laughs> oh, over the yes. issues that arise. When people disagree on which sauces is, is superior, I you it know is. teach their own, but uh, but especially after a couple beers there, <laughs> right? It's, it's it's sort of like you like what? <laughs> one of my Don't I know it's know ridiculous, you. but one of my things is I could never long term date anyone who was picky, never. And I know this. And when I I went on a date once with somebody who was picky, and I was like, this isn't going to work. <laughs> Sorry about it. I know that's not a great <laughs> way to choose no. somebody. <laughs> But I know myself. I know myself. No. I think, yeah, no, it's, it's good. Yeah. It's good to have standards of one kind or another. <laughs> not yeah. all of them should be about mayonnaise, but like. <laughs> not all of them. Not all of them. But, but some of them, some of them, yeah. 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 You got uh, to have principles. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I also like to go back a little bit. I like how you called your girlfriend a ranch person. Like there's two types of people in this world. <laughs> a ranch person and a non-ranch oh, person. Oh, Brandy, if you're listening, I uh, I stand by what I said. I will die on this hill. <laughs> Relationship killer. Ranch dressing. <laughs> All right. Um, I, meanwhile, am relatively ranch neutral. Mm. Um, I mean, I would... If if it's a ranch versus blue cheese issue, I would rather have blue cheese because I love blue cheese. But I mean, but I don't mind... Ranch. Mm. I'm not like Homer Simpson with like the bring me the ranch hose like kind of thing. <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah, that, that's kind of how you were about mayo, right? Yeah, yeah. Like it's fine. Yeah. Well, <laughs> agree to disagree. Agree to disagree. My whole family is a ranch family. Like oh, when we would go, really? I've told the story oh, before. Geez. Red Lobster was a big like outing for us, mm-hmm. and you get the salad with the meal, and they would go around the table, and everyone would be like, ranch, 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 ranch. Mm-hmm. Italian. And I'm looking at them like, what's wrong with all of you? <laughs> well, you're not just in the minority of your family, as we'll come to find you're a minority in this country, right? Yes. Dressing-wise? Yes. America is a very much uh, ranch-obsessed nation. Um, as one headline that I read put it, one nation under ranch. Yes, yes, yeah. yeah. And it's strange because the when you think about it, ranch is tremendously popular – but it's also somewhat enigmatic. A lot of people who love ranch have no idea why it's called that, what the taste is, what exactly is going on with this thing. I mean, dress salad dressings in general are, are pretty weird. Thousand Island, <laughs> yeah. Russian dressing. Do they just call it dressing in Russia? Like, I don't know. <laughs> These are the questions <laughs> we need to get to the bottom of. <laughs> um, yeah, and... 
ranch is pretty uniquely American, which we will get into, but we should really get to our question. Yeah, yeah. This brings us to the question. Ranch. What What is it? Uh, Well, ranch can mean a lot of things. It's both a condiment and a flavor, as we've been discussing, um, as either or both. It's uh, creamy, tangy, a little bit herbal with a savory, spicy bite from uh, onion and garlic and black pepper. In condiment format, that can be achieved using a wide range of ingredients. Uh, For that creamy tart base, anything from buttermilk to sour cream to mayo to any kind of mayonnaise, uh, uh, vegan substitute. Uh, Thank you for appreciating my gesture there, bud. (laughs) Um, (laughs) uh, I did an aw naw. The uh, the herbs are commonly dill, thyme, and parsley, and uh, all the seasonings can be either fresh or dried. In flavor format, aw man, y'all... Flavor science is weird. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. Any number of natural or artificial flavorings and texturizers might be employed to achieve ranch. Peak ranch. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, uh, what about the nutrition of ranch? It depends on what you make it out of. The shelf-stable dressing is more vegetable oil than anything else, which means it's a high-calorie food, y'all. Like two tablespoons, that's about 30 grams— packs about a quarter of your daily recommended intake of fat without a whole lot of payout in terms of other nutrients. So it's a it's a treat. Yeah. Not a food group. <laughs> I know that that's shocking information to some of you. <laughs> put, down, put down your broccoli pitchforks. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. You always get it with your, your like healthy mm-hmm. as a dipping sauce with your vegetables. Which is one of the reasons that so many salad options at restaurants are actually – uh, more unhealthy than the, yeah. the regular stuff you would get, Yeah. Right? Oh, that made me so mad. The first day that I found it out, I was like, why have you betrayed me, Salad? Yeah. <laughs> it's true. And uh, what really stands out to me about what you're, what you're exploring here, Lauren, is the way that you describe the wide range of flavors possible after the base. Uh, it, it makes me think that this checks all the boxes for things that people are evolutionarily inclined to desire, right? Oh, yeah. You got the fatty stuff. You got a little sharp there. Um, They're even – I want you to be ready for this, Annie. We don't have to go into it, but there are even sweet varieties of ranch. No. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I didn't bring any today. My God. I know. Annie's like recoiling right now. (laughs) I hope we're still friends. Oh, I feel like I'm going to say a number of things during this episode that are going to be upsetting. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. So it's kind of the perfect weapon to make a salad unhealthy and make a person's taste buds the majority of the time very, <laughs> very happy little taste buds. Weapon is a good word. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, you know, I have to say, as much as I dislike ranch, I really did like uh, cool ranch Doritos. Oh, yeah? But I usually put them on sandwiches. We're, okay, never mind. I'm going to think about this later. Is it a texture issue? I do like a crunch. I mean, that's popcorn. Well, sure. If you think about mm-hmm. why I love it. The crunch is one of the main reasons. Sure. But I did choose, I mean, I, I liked, I preferred nachos, nacho cheese. But oh, okay. I but would, in a pinch. <laughs> the cool ranch would do, it would do just fine. <laughs> Okay, let's talk some ranch numbers. Yeah. Since surpassing Italian dressing in 1992, ranch has been America's most popular salad dressing. 
it is this popular dip for vegetables and for chicken wings alike. Uh, it was the most shipped dressing to America's restaurants and cafeterias, double that of its closest competitor, blue cheese. And according to a 2017 survey by the Association for Dressings and Sauces, which is a great association probably, uh, 40% of Americans called it their favorite dressing. The nearest competitor in that survey, uh, Italian, garnered 10% <gasps> votes. Only 10%? But are you sort of inspired? It's finally something almost half of the country can get behind. You know, despite all of our varied differences and disagreements, uh, you, you know, easily like four out of ten people are saying, all right, ranch. Yeah, ranch. We can we can get along with that ranch. Can't we get along with something better? <laughs> well, uh, without getting too political, the answer is probably not. <laughs> Oh, no. Well, this isn't hopeful at all. This is the opposite of hopeful for me. Another thing that I thought was kind of, I guess this makes sense, but the average American eats salad dressing 38 times a year. For some reason, I thought it was more, but I eat a lot of salad. Um, And 15 of those times, it's ranch dressing. New York Magazine has called it the Great American Condiment. And it's only sold in 30 countries, actually. Where it's not frequently called ranch. No, 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 no. But yeah, of course, uh, ranch ranch isn't just for salads. And if we're looking at um, ranch sales, they continue to go up, even though the category as a whole is relatively flat. The global information company NPD Group calls ranch dressing the Swiss army knife of salad dressings. An article from The Week asked if it's the new ketchup. Ooh. No, it is not. No, it's Get out not. <laughs> I object. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, I have a I have a viable reason for objecting. Okay. I, 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 I would love to hear it. You all, I'll be preaching in the choir. You all know the evolution of ketchup as a as a vinegar based fish condiment called garum, right? And mm-hmm. and ketchup, although we associate it with tomatoes, is is actually a name for a, a a kind of process that can be applied to different things like banana ketchup in the Philippines, yeah. mushroom ketchup in the UK. Ranch simply does not have that sort of versatility. They're very, very different things. Again, to each their own. Eat what you will. But <laughs> please don't mistake. Ranch, which has, I'm sure it has its merits. 40% of people in this country think so, but it's not ketchup. No, no. Um, I love this, like, factual, fact-based, like, approach you had. I'm trying to be objective, Annie. <laughs> yes. And, you know, Ben and I are really coming out hard against ranch. But, yes, to each their own. We're not too judgy. <laughs> Try to keep it to ourselves. But, okay, despite clear evidence that it is not the new ketchup, uh, this the goal of Hidden Valley brand, the big, like, the biggest brand behind ranch dressing, is that their new products become this new ketchup. Um, And they have this ad campaign called Hidden Valley for Everything. And the head of the food, charcoal, and kitty litter division at Clorox, which owns Hidden Valley, said the goal is for ranch to become as ubiquitous as ketchup on restaurant tables and in consumers' kitchens. The bottles even have the phrase, the new ketchup, on them. What's that Harry Potter meme? How dare you stand where he stood? (laughs) (laughs) That's right. That's right. Because I I do love ketchup. I can't imagine. um, It's hard for me to imagine Mm -hmm. a universe in which 
I would sit down at a table and there would be mustard, ketchup, and, and ranch. ranch. Mm. You can usually ask for it, though, in, yeah. in many restaurants. Oh, absolutely. Even though I know it's shelf-stable, or I mean relatively shelf-stable, I, I don't know. The idea of a bottle of ranch sitting out on a table kind of squicks me out. <laughs> I would imagine it does for a lot of people. I remember in our mayonnaise episode, um, we were talking about, like, if you're bringing a potato salad or something to yeah. a picnic or a potluck, you shouldn't leave it out that long. Yeah, but it is good business to diversify, right? If you have a flavor that works, you immediately want to translate it to other, uh, to borrow the line from the buffalo chicken dip conversation, you want it to go to other vehicles, right? That's why yeah. That's why there are ranch-flavored chips. Yeah. Out of all the cool flavors they could have chosen, they chose ranch. Just because the numbers made sense, right? So they're expanding both in the types of food that will carry this flavor profile and then they're also trying to make ranch associated uh, as a condiment with other foods that, you know, look, here's what they're doing. They're coming for French fries. And I feel, <laughs> oh, like, right. I yeah. feel like we're ignoring that issue. Yeah. No, you're totally right. <laughs> Do I sense a, a Stuff They Don't Want You To Know episode coming on the heels of this? <laughs> I don't know. We, uh, it, always, it always gets a— uh, a little bit strange when we do food science, and we usually ask one of you on the show to help us with that. But I promise I won't riddle this with uh, any any cockamamie conspiracy theories because that's not one. That is objective, blatant. It's a blatant declaration of food war. It's not a conspiracy theory. It's just a conspiracy. That's, yes, yes. How did they decide to do this? What made them decide to push Hidden Valley Ranch specifically as the new ubiquitous dressing? Well, according to Clorox executive Grant LaMontagna, allegedly he got the idea for the Hidden Valley for Everything campaign after witnessing his daughter slather her salmon with ranch. And I have to say, I am morbidly curious as to what Americans would put ranch on if it was available, like right next to ketchup. Oh, I have some information about that later on. Ooh! And yeah. if you wouldn't be judged, if you felt like you were <laughs> in a safe place, because yeah. I'll, I'll be, I'll come clean with you guys, speaking of salmon. I, <laughs> I've been living a lie so often in places <laughs> where I want to just eat smoked salmon, but I have to do this whole song and dance of also pretending to want a bagel. Right, yeah. yeah. No, I get you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so glad we're all on the same page with this. Well, I mean, going back to ketchup, there was a time in my <laughs> life, I think this is extremely bizarre now, I just want to say it. Okay. But it was in college, so it wasn't that long ago, um, <laughs> that I would get french fries because I wanted the ketchup, but I knew it was socially unacceptable to just get a plate of ketchup. <laughs> so I'd be like, I'll get some fries, like not enough fries for the huge pile of ketchup that's on the plate. And I knew it was weird, but I knew that I would be very much judged if I just got a plate of ketchup. <laughs> so so there's clearly potential here, right? And my next question is, is this working? Yeah. Of the dressing industry, it, um, worth $1.7 billion dollars, 82% of that comes from shelf-stable dressings like Ranch. Hidden Valley, which is the most popular brand, sold $450 million worth of Ranch products in 2017. They have a Ranchology Rewards program that lets you, on their like website, that lets you earn coupons and samples by, by browsing around. So you can, and I quote, keep on ranching. <coughs> I do like that. It's terrible. I love it. 
but I do like it. I mean, props where they're due. I'm not sure I'm somebody who should be giving out props because I love really, really lame <laughs> things. But I like that. I like that. Well, you're you're an eight year old kid, and you have become a ranchologist. That's pretty neat. You probably get some swag for it too. I yeah. hope you get like a card that says "Keep on Ooh. Ranching, Ranchologist." Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's otherwise what 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 are we doing? Yeah, and, and for any people listening who want some free swag, this is not guaranteed to work, but you will often have favorable results if you write a letter, if you actually type out and mail a letter to a company like this and say that you love ranch. They'll send you stuff. They'll just send you stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, certainly spam will. Yes. We learned that in our spam episode. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Oh, yeah. We, we didn't We didn't learn it personally, but many stories. Stories abound. Yes. I might do this, but it would be a lie, and you'd all have to keep it a secret if I wrote them a letter and said, Scout's honor. I love ranch, <laughs> but I just want the ranchology card. <laughs> so most of these sales of ranch come mm. from the southern and midwestern U.S., where it is the most popular. And the condiments industry in general is valued at $5.6 billion a year in the United States. Wow. My family is a big condiment family. Like, people Mm -hmm. used to joke when they'd come over because it would be like, here's this sauce, here's this (laughs) sauce, here's this sauce. Everybody had their different sauces that they wanted. Mm -hmm. My dad was called the condiment king. (laughs) So this isn't that surprising to me. (laughs) But it is quite – that's a a hefty number, yeah. Yeah. And – As we've kind of been discussing, there are so many ranch-flavored items, starting with the biggest one, Doritos Cool Ranch Chips, which in Iceland and Norway is known as Cool American Flavor, Mm -hmm. since the dressing isn't commonplace. And in the United Kingdom, they're called Cool Original. So, okay, I have a brief story about this. It's the one time I was tricked by Doritos (laughs) into eating uh, Cool Ranch Flavor. (laughs) Because the way you feel about having a salad plain mm-hmm. uh, instead of having a salad with ranch dressing is the way I feel about chips. If you know, yeah. I'm I'm not going to be a snob or make a scene about it. But I'm just going to skip the chips if mm-hmm. they're ranch flavored. Oh. And I was in London, and I was at you know a convenience store buying a sandwich or whatever, and decided to have some chips. Because their chip game is just very different. You sure. know, they have like cheese and onion chips, which are not that bad, and. uh these other flavors that wouldn't naturally occur. So when I saw a cool original, I, I was like, oh, wow. Ooh. I thought it was just a different kind of Dorito and that it was maybe, perhaps, because I had no idea about Doritos past as a chip. I thought maybe perhaps this was the original chip and Doritos was, a, oh. despite the name, a, a British chip. And I tried it and it was ranch. <laughs> and, like, I spat it out on the street and looked like a total – Barbarian, you know, like or maybe a you looked cool original. I think I just looked very American. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> too bad they didn't have American in their name; it would have worked perfectly. Yes. You know, I was um, last time I was in London. I went to American, an American style restaurant. This was my friend who lives in London. Suggestion, not mine. But on the menu was an item that uh, confused me so much, and mm. it was American style chips. I was like, are these French fries or are they <laughs> potato chips? What what American style are we which, talking about? Yeah. Here? Which chips and which American? Yeah. Is it like the old George Crumb story where he was supposed to make French fries, but he sliced them so thinly that they became potato chips? Did you order them and find out? I don't think I did. I think I did, but I 
don't think I got to the bottom <laughs> of the mystery because they had other types of chips. Oh. I can go back and look at my picture, though, because I took a picture of it because I was so perplexed by this whole thing. <laughs> American-style chips, what is that? Um, and there are also so many flavors of ranch. There's sriracha flavor, avocado flavored, garlic flavored. Uh, Hidden Valley has over 70 ranch products. There's vegan ranch. There's ranch-flavored soda, and apparently there are dessert-flavored ranches. Yeah, sorry. I think it's both. People put ranch in desserts, but I think for the most part, there's just like slightly sweeter versions of ranch. There's like more to less sugar. Kind of like Koopy mayonnaise versus uh, regular mayonnaise. Yeah, yeah. Or like the mayonnaise chocolate cake, maybe? That's a thing? Yeah. What a That's time a big to Southern be thing. alive. Wow. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's tangy. Um, yeah, uh, a thing that I didn't know existed until I was doing this research is Flamin' Hot Chipotle Ranch Cheetos. Oh. Oof. If you... <laughs> oof. That's a big oof. The Flamin' Hot Cheetos are always the first to go here in the office. I wonder I wonder what the Chipotle Ranch... Someone is, is taking those home. <laughs> we all know who it is. <laughs> <laughs> Just for the record, since we're uh, since we're an audio show, when you said that, Annie, the three of us sort of turned toward <laughs> yeah. your producer. <laughs> mm, I will say nothing further on the matter. There is also a restaurant in St. Louis, Missouri, called Twisted Ranch, which features ranch in every dish they offer. A Bloody Mary with ranch-infused vodka. Not just American-style ranch, either. They've got Greek-style ranch with feta and oregano. They've got Indian-style ranch with yogurt and curry spiced blend. So maybe it is the new ketchup. No, don't say that. (laughs) It probably is there at at Twisted Ranch. That's true. You know, they, they can live in their own, like, bubble reality where that is the truth. I will admit I'm very curious about ranch-flavored soda. And if I went to – you know, it's, it's a win in Rome kind of situation. Uh, the next time I'm in St. Louis, if I'm, if I'm out that way, then I'll, I'll take the bullet for the team. I'll, I'll go to the ranch place. Uh, my girlfriend will absolutely love it. So I'll get some <laughs> oh, points there. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'll get a salad. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have to say um, I, I am expressing a lot of vitriol, but I, I also am always open to – um, new experiences, and it's possible I just haven't found the ranch for me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you could kind of rom-com it, you know? <laughs> like, find the right one. Mm, <laughs> I don't know about that. Um, there's an ice cream parlor in Montana where you can get ranch-flavored ice cream, which was inspired by the owner's daughter. Oh, yeah. No, it's it's a recipe ingredient. Like, uh, why do buttermilk fried chicken when you can do ranch fried chicken? Potato salad? That could use some ranch. Mac and cheese? Ranch. Thanksgiving stuffing. I read this on the internet. I'm incredulous, but uh, yeah, just put some ranch in there. I've seen it. I've seen it happen. <laughs> the last one I, I've seen happen. Uh, I would be curious about ranch fried chicken. I wonder how that would work. I guess you would marinate it? Yeah, 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 like as a marinade. Oh, okay. Yeah. And while we were doing this research, I was reminded of that uh, Melissa McCarthy skit from SNL where she just chugged that whole thing of ranch. Like, she was doing a test thing for, like, <laughs> you an ad. Like, how much do you love ranch? And she, I love it so much. And it was very gross. It turned my stomach. <laughs> I have not seen that, and I'm kind of glad. Well, it's out there. It's out there. It is popular among celebrities from Chrissy Teigen, Olivia Wilde, Katy Perry, and Courtney Cox. 
Ranch Dressing is also the title of a book by prominent romance novelist Janet Daly, and the tagline for that book is, Cowboys Never Go Out of Style. Oh, wow. <laughs> Bringing a couple of threads together here, right? That's right. That's right. Oh, I get it. Ranch Dressing. Okay. Anyway, uh, over, over on Thrillist, uh, one Will Fulton once put Ranch on a whole lot of, um, shall I say, unexpected things to see if it could possibly be bad. On anything, the answer was yes. But his surprise favorites were watermelon and cinnamon toast crunch. I can see the watermelon, but I cannot get behind cinnamon toast crunch. He was so shocked by it, apparently. He wrote that, like, he, like, made other people around the office. He was like, no, something good is happening. Please try it. Apparently, cinnamon is a great addition to ranch. Well, we do have half a box of cinnamon toast crunch in our very office. I'm sure we could do oh, geez. experiment. Oh, heck, why did I say this? That's fine. He also said that it makes a great chaser for a shot of fireball. Oof. <laughs> wow. That is quite the night you're setting yourself up for. Yeah. I'll take some fireball and a shot of ranch dressing, please. Have a ranch back with my fireball. Speaking of great decisions, wow. This is going to start a trend. This is definitely going to take off. But um, you're, you would be delighted uh, if you were a person who doesn't care for ranch yourself, you would be delighted to learn that there are other people on your side, right? Not just Annie and myself. Right. Not everyone is a fan. Um, take the title of this Washington Post article, Ranch Dressing is What's Wrong with America, <laughs> which I read and want to say I thought it was it was a little too much. Mm-hmm. It was very strongly worded. There was some backlash. Oh, yes. Twitter didn't like it. Mm-hmm. Oh, and the tagline doesn't like anything. Yeah, just to give you a sense, folks, of the um, the tone of this, the Washington Post opinion piece, and it is an opinion piece, oh, yeah. has the tagline, fancy restaurants need to stop experimenting with this revolting milk rot. <laughs> okay, that's good. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, that part I'm on board with. But, well, if it's like said in a kind of joking way, if it's like true... I don't know about that. But if it's kind of like tongue-in-cheek, sure. then I, I like that. Like that. Quote, it's the kind of topping series chefs correctly disdained for decades as extravagant and trashy, but now, animated by a kind of faddish philistinism, professional food connoisseurs are giving it another look. <laughs> and they go on. They've got choice phrases. You can read the article in full uh, your Google search way, but it reminds me of a larger trend that we see in restaurants now where – well, it's a cyclical thing wherein um, innovative or quote-unquote edgy chefs will will take something that would traditionally be considered a lower form of food. I don't agree with that, but that's what they would call it. And then try to elevate it, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. And then charge you like 15 bucks. Yeah, like fried something. bologna sandwiches are making the rounds. Really? You know? Huh. Yeah. I mean, that, I mean, that sounds delicious. Oh, man. I used to eat that a lot when I was a kid. Yeah. They're probably really good, and you can probably uh, get them with ranch. I am, at this point in the episode, convinced that is true. Oh, I am too. (laughs) I am too. And another trend that I've never personally witnessed but apparently is a pretty big thing is people dipping pizza in ranch dressing. Yeah. And a pizza restaurant in Dallas, Texas, offers a side of ranch at the low, low price of $1,000. It's meant as a joke, like, don't you dare dip your pizza in ranch. (laughs) And when the owner opened his restaurant, 
a friend of his that worked in the Pizza Hut Innovations Department gave him a bottle of ranch to congratulate him for opening. And for five years, the bottle sat unopened on the bar, the owner refusing to offer ranch in his restaurant. But in 2016, it was purchased, and the proceeds went to the Animal Rescue Center. Oh, that's, yeah. that's sweet. Also, Pizza Hut Innovations Department sounds like a great gig. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I love being a podcaster. Oh, yeah. Crazy dream job. But but I would totally take a side gig oh, at yeah. the Pizza Hut Innovations <laughs> Department. So if you're listening, uh, pretty much anybody, any pizza place but Papa John's, like, I'm down. I'll help you with innovations. Yeah. Write uh, them a letter. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> I am not joking. I will actually do this. I'll okay. send you a copy. Worst yes. case, you get some you get some free merch out of it. Or a great response letter. Ooh. Let's get weird with it. You oh, know? yeah. And uh, maybe pitch some ideas yeah. to them just yeah. to show them that we've got, got <laughs> the chops. That you've got some innovation Moxie. ideas. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, here's an innovation price-wise. I, I was um, off the air. I was looking into the most expensive ranch ever because – we think of it as a really accessible condiment. That's another thing that is a um, is at least a factor in its popularity. Oh, sure. It's it's really inexpensive to buy a bottle of ranch dressing. Hidden Valley, in March of 2018, created the most expensive bottle of ranch dressing ever. It is jewel encrusted. <laughs> it's still just ranch. <laughs> it's not <laughs> different. Okay. It. It has a diamond, sapphire, and 18-carat white gold ornamentation on a glass bottle. And according to the press release, uh, they, they, they were doing this to celebrate the, um, the recent wedding of Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. Oh, I'm sure oh, they were. okay. So thrilled. <laughs> yeah. They said Hidden Valley Ranch is honoring the great pairing of a fellow famous American with British royalty. This is the only way to serve America's favorite ranch to royalty. Would you like to know how much this uh, – the, the retail price of this bottle? Wait. So they sold – they didn't like give it to them for their wedding? No. They gave it away to someone uh, in, in a contest in a okay. giveaway. But yeah. a sticker price. Uh-huh. I, I mean I can't not know it at this point. Yeah. We have to know. Okay. You want to guess? You just want to know? We'll probably save time. One million dollars. God, thankfully not. <laughs> thankfully not. Uh, Thirty-five grand, which oh, wow. which sounds less insane when we've anchored it with the price of one million dollars. Sure. But still, I was going to guess sixteen thousand. So that's okay. That's a lot. Yeah, it's about double. Yeah. And uh, in twenty seventeen, they made a five liter keg of ranch that cost fifty dollars. And according to their estimates, would provide you a year's worth of ranch at once. Unless you're having the most epic kegerator party and you had <laughs> some fireball and were taking a lot of shots. <laughs> I wonder if they served ranch at the, the royal wedding. I don't know. I very much doubt it. I, I wasn't invited. Yeah, I couldn't yeah. fit it in my schedule. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was I was pretty busy. I see you, man. Every, I mean, come on. How These royals get married all the time. yeah. Yeah, and it's like a clingy thing, too. Once you go to someone's <laughs> wedding, you're basically agreeing to be friends with them for a while. And <sighs> Harry's a little clingy on Snapchat. That's all I'm saying. Then mm, yeah. I wish them the best. You know what? I wish them the best. And really, it makes sense. Again, it's a, it's a great way to sort of – I don't want to say further infiltrate or invade – uh, but to to establish uh, recognition of this brand in the United Kingdom. Ah, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Let me see. 
Well, your history with Harry aside, um, we have some other history notes for you. But um, first, we're going to take a quick break for a word from our sponsor. This episode is brought to you by Pronamel. Not all our favorite foods and drinks are BFFs with our teeth. Salad dressing, seltzers, and fruits can be enamel enemies. So if you eat or drink those things regularly, your enamel could be at risk. And once it's gone, it's gone. Pronamel Intensive Enamel Repair penetrates deep into the enamel surface, locking in vital minerals to repair acid-weakened enamel. And with new Pronamel Repair mouthwash, you can enhance that repair beyond just brushing. Pronamel is the number one dentist-recommended brand for acid erosion, so buy Pronamel Repair anywhere you buy toothpaste or mouthwash. Visit Pronamel.com. Ready? Let's go. Give me a vacation. Vacation! Give me a golf course. 70 courses! Let's get a water sport. Can I get excursions? We're watching. Time for chill vibes. Beach yoga! How about a garden tour? Give me a dolphin. What's that spell? If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your trip at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. And we're back. Thank you, sponsor. Yes, thank you. And we're back with some ranch history. Dressings with buttermilk go back to at least 1937, as indicated by recipes out of Texas specifically. Ranch as we know it today got its start in the early 1950s, the brainchild of a plumbing contractor from Nebraska named Steve Henson. Henson spent three years working in Alaska, often cooking for his colleagues. And while doing so, he came up with and refined a recipe for a buttermilk-based dressing. A couple of years later, in 1954, he and his wife, Gail, moved to Santa Barbara and opened a dude ranch called Hidden Valley Ranch. Yep, that one. Mm-hmm. But uh, <laughs> if you're like me, and I, I've just never put much thought into what a dude ranch is, luckily, Ben, <laughs> you, oh, yeah. you put some thought into this. I did, oh, yeah. And this dude ranch specifically. Right. Okay, so a dude ranch— Nowadays, and even back then, it was like a cowboy experience vacation. You know what I mean? You would you would go there to uh, ride horses, maybe maybe herd cattle, do just the fun ranch stuff, not like shoveling manure or uh-huh. anything. And the name sounds weird, right? Essentially, a dude ranch is um, is the kind of thing or the kind of experience that Billy Crystal and his friends are signing up for. 
in uh, that that film where they go out west. City sequel, Slickers. City Slickers, thank you. All <laughs> yeah. I can remember was the the part of the title of the sequel, which was like The Hunt for Curly's Gold or something. <laughs> I went through a weird phase where I loved that movie. Me too, as well, hey. yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know if I'll rewatch it, but that's that's a fairly... Uh, it's a fairly accurate representation of what a dude ranch is. And the etymology is strange because when the term came about, dude used to mean not just like a, re- a unisex reference to a person the mm-hmm. way it does now. It used to mean specifically an urbanite, ah. someone from the city. So this is like ah. a city boy ranch. So <laughs> you're not a real you're not a real ranch hand. You're not a, a real cowboy, but you get to have that experience. And there was a there was a boom in popularity of uh, these sorts of vacation destinations because uh, people romanticize that relatively short period of American history known as the Wild West. Right. And so people would go there to have their yeah. to have their dudery experiences. <laughs> but like that craze where everybody was buying emus with the intent of raising them for livestock, like any fad, uh, this thing blew up, but it eventually died down. You can still go on ranch vacations today, but they're not nearly as popular as they were, at least as far as I understand. And the Hensons were convinced that this was going to be a new living, right? Forget Alaska. Uh-huh. It's mm-hmm. it's it's way too cold up there. He got so lazy. He was like, I'm tired of eating mayonnaise and buttermilk separately. And, <laughs> Ridiculous. <laughs> right. And he, uh, and he and Gail, they moved to this place. It was originally called Sweetwater Ranch. And then when they renamed it Hidden Valley, they opened this dude ranch. They started advertising. People were coming in. It was a 120-acre property. But the problem was – they weren't making that much money out of the dudery. They might lose the uh, – making that word up, sorry. Uh, <laughs> they, they might lose the, the family property. Uh, they only had one thing really going for them to differentiate them from all these other dude ranches that people could visit. Mm-hmm. Yes, and um, two things before we go into that. One, now that I think about it, I believe the Mary-Kate and Ashley movie, How the West Was Fun <laughs> – was about a dude ranch experience. <laughs> and two, I should have specified Santa Barbara, California, just in case you didn't know. Um, all right. So the thing that they had going for them other than this dude ranch is um, when guests visited the Hidden Valley Ranch, they got samples of this dressing and they loved it. They loved it. It was so popular that the Henson started selling it. There were two versions, the dressing itself and a seasoning pack that would be mixed with mayonnaise and buttermilk later. And they got more requests for the dressing than for bookings at the ranch. Which was great because at one point uh, before they really made this economic shift, uh, they had to sell off part of the ranch to keep the business going. Yeah, I think like um, 40, 60 acres, something like that. Hmm. From the Hidden Valley website, quote, At the ranch, guests enjoyed the great outdoors by day and home-cooked meals by night. But it was something else that brought them back again and again. Delicious homemade buttermilk salad dressing made with a special blend of herbs and spices lovingly prepared by the proprietor. The original ranch registered trademark dressing. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's... I think that's how they would read it. People were going – it's sort of like the way you were ordering 
uh, fries or the way yeah. that I would order bagels sometimes, to my shame, uh, people were going here and saying, yeah, we'll do like We'll ride a horse sure. or whatever. Put me on a horse. I love horses. I guess. Uh, dressing. I, I also have these empty mayonnaise jars. <laughs> Could you fill them with that dressing? I will pay you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's I, that's pretty accurate. I can just imagine someone like, I guess we'll go ride this horse. <laughs> there will be dressing at the end. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Just their chaps are stuffed with mayonnaise jars. Yeah. For filling with ranch dressing afterwards. <laughs> I think you mean mm-mm, good. Right? Or mm -mm, goals. Oh, (laughs) Oh, goodness. Uh, The first place to serve Hidden Valley Ranch outside of the Ponmus Ranch was supposedly the nearby Cold Spring Tavern, a restaurant and bar that uh, originated as a stagecoach stop back in 1868 and is still open and still serving Hidden Valley Ranch to this day. Uh, According to the current third-generation owners of this place, their mother, Audrey, started serving the dressing in 1963 after Henson brought a sample over for her to try and, quote, it took off in my mouth like a freight train. Weird. And that's like (laughs) as a a good experience. Yes, that's a direct quote um, from (laughs) Audrey's granddaughter about how she would always describe the experience of that first taste of ranch dressing. Oh, I wonder, hmm, I'm trying to think if anything's ever taken off in my mouth like a freight train, (laughs) if I would ever use that descriptor. I think I get it. I get it. It Um, feels weird. Sesame oil, I guess. That mm, blew my mind. Sesame oil is pretty great. I I know. I think a number of the things that we ate back on snack stuff. (laughs) Yes. Um, Ben and I used to have this Facebook live video show where we ate weird stuff on camera. It seemed like such a great idea at the time. Yeah, like a year and a half later, both of us were like, oh. (laughs) (laughs) But oddly enough, I don't think we ever ate any ranch flavored things out of all the strange stuff we tried. Yeah, ranch is so like normal. That's true. That's true. This show did get very weird. Oh, actually, I think some of those crickets were ranch flavored. That's right. There yes. Uh, we okay. ate three flavors of crickets. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. I think that's the one that got super producer Andrew for the show. That <laughs> Annie, we were just out here trying new things, you know, to boldly go. No I applaud you. Before. I applaud you. I wish that some of the ranch flavored soda had come your way. Oh. Mm. Uh, Well, okay, back to the history. Yes, Um, yes. Soon after all of this, the husband and wife opened a factory and founded Hidden Valley Ranch Food Products, Inc., and distributed their spice packets in supermarkets and stores across the Southwest. The first store to sell it was Kitty's Corner in Santa Barbara, California. If we fast forward a bit, Clorox brought the company in 1972 for a whopping $8 million dollars. And yeah, they they are still the owner to this day. And yes, Clorox, the cleaning product. What was it? Uh, Food, charcoal, and kitty litter. (laughs) And ranch. You know, it's a fascinating world out there. In the 1980s, (laughs) Clorox made some changes to the recipe to make it easier for the customer. And the biggest change was switching from buttermilk to buttermilk flavoring so that the product would be shelf-stable. Uh, yeah, all this time, this, these bottles had been sold in the refrigerator section. Yeah, or you'd get the, the or you Or you would get the seasoning packet, yeah. Yeah. The non-refrigerated bottle became available in 1983 with a shelf life of 150 days. And this is about when it really took off in the United States. 
And, okay, just to drive this home, I know I keep, like, bringing this up, but um, the same folks that reformulated ranch dressing came up with pine salt. Mm-hmm. So cool and weird. <sighs> yeah, it's it's strange because food science, I think, fascinates all of us, and it's a hidden world, you know, the, the process through oh, which yeah. something homemade becomes something that you find on a shelf in a supermarket – the what we're essentially saying here is the Hidden Valley Ranch brand dressing that you'll see in stores today differs uh, to a great extent from the stuff made in Santa Barbara. So maybe you actually do, and I actually do like the original ranch. Yes, we would have to make it in yeah. a non-shelf stable version because this stuff. Let's see, wait, the modern ingredients: what vegetable oil, water, egg yolk, a little bit of sugar. Um, now there's disodium phosphate, xanthan gum, and the ever popular calcium disodium. I don't know why I put ever popular in my notes. I, <laughs> I, I think it's ever I was popular in our it. book. There, there we go. The kids love it. It's strange though. Yeah. Yeah. I, I definitely um, know that I have had a homemade mayonnaise that I did not outright despise. <laughs> so I think that you're <laughs> correct, Ben. I think that there is still hope for ranch for me and possibly for you. But, okay, speaking of mayonnaise, this is around the time that mayo, like we talked about in our episode on mayonnaise, was getting dinged as a diet buster. And ranch became a socially acceptable way to get your mayo with your vegetables without actually (laughs) getting mayo. (laughs) Fast food chains like McDonald's started offering packets of ranch with their salads um, and a lot of other fast food chains followed suit where McDonald's goes. Many others will follow. Yes. In the mid to late 80s, more and more restaurants started using ranch and using it in place of mayo on burgers and sandwiches. It was a good middle ground for people who didn't like the texture of mayo. And since ranch is thinner, um, it's easier to spread. It was a better sandwich option than olive oil as well because olive oil makes bread soggy. And another big thing... Frito-Lay came out with Cool Ranch Doritos in 1986. According to a cookbook called Ranch, um, authored by one Abby Reisner, um, the Doritos were really the tipping point. I can see that exposing a lot more people Mm -hmm. to the flavor. Sure. Mm -hmm. In 1987, Kraft and Unilever, which is the owner of the Wishbone brand, came out with their own versions of ranch dressing. Clorox partnered with Frito-Lays to come out with Hidden Valley Ranch Wavy Lays at the same time. And then a salad dressing miracle. (gasps) The American rap craze of the 1990s. (laughs) (laughs) Who among us could forget the KFC Twisters? Uh, Actually me. I have no idea what those are. I I had to look it up there in their wraps. I remember them. Do you? Yeah. Apparently they were advertised. Like I don't think I ever ate one. I thought it might be one of those. I remember when McDonald's was doing that thing at one point where you'd get the salad in like a salad shaker cup. cup. Oh yeah. yeah. You'd shake it. I yeah. thought that's what that was. That was cool. Was. That was fun. I, I suppose a, that's one word. And a very low bar for fun <laughs> in the nineties. <90s. laughs> so, you know, you're probably having much more enjoyment out of life. <laughs> you're right though, it was a rap craze, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. Oh, I do remember the rap craze. Um, also, restaurants like Applebee's and Chili's started using ranch as a dressing on their salads. And nutritionists were not on board with this. In an article called 
the new salads, the latest in fast fraud, the authors lamented that fast food salads were just as bad, if not worse for you, than the burger options. One particular offender was McDonald's crispy bacon ranch salad. You can look up the article. It is... mm. It sounds scathing. Yeah, I mean... Well, honestly, it's like buyer beware. Oh, buyer sure. at least be aware. If you're ordering a salad and three of the words in the name are crispy bacon ranch, how good is it for you? You know what I mean? Yeah. I hadn't really thought about it. I, I do. I also remember the day I learned that, you know, your salad salad option dressing is, probably, is bad for you, probably. Yeah. Yeah. And also just, um, I don't know if this is still true, but I remember a, a report coming out that um, salads had more sugar in them than like the McFlurry because the the preservatives they used in the salad or something. There was some other like it's also got a lot of sugar in yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. The oh, wow. the dressing and also probably like a a lot of them have like sweet elements like either like a candied walnut or like a dried cranberry or something like oh, that. So that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. It does make sense. Uh meanwhile the pizza dipping thing, um, though surely it existed before this next point got a big boost in 1994 when Domino's added wings to their menu, which they sent out orders of with ranch dressing. Mm-hmm. People then had both pizza probably and wings on the table. There was this ranch there. This is really funny because I just realized we're going to be talking about this point again in our chicken wings yeah. episode. This is a very important date in the this American <laughs> food landscape. <laughs> 1994. Yeah. Everything changed. It's one of those fixed points that they talk about in Doctor Who. Like, you can't change it. Like, that's it's just there forever. Some things you can muck with, that one stays. Not I when mean, Domino's <laughs> offered chicken wings and ranch in 1994. It's sort of like the difference. I don't want to be morbid, but it, it's sort of like that study with um, people agreeing to be organ donors. If you – I'm going somewhere with this. Okay. If you if – you, uh, if. If uh, you're getting a license here at the DDS or DMV in this country, uh, then typically you'll opt in to be an organ donor. Uh-huh. So, so not everybody does it. Sure. You know, like my kidneys are my own. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And um, my liver is mine to wreck, that kind of stuff. Yeah. But studies show that if you change it so that people have to opt out, they're much less likely ah. to say no. Right. My kidneys are mine. My liver's mine to destroy. And so just sending this dressing along requires people to opt out rather than ah, to opt in. Yeah. So it's everybody loves feeling like you get an extra little freebie, right? That's why sure. combo meals oh, yeah. work in fast food. Yeah. So, so this means that if you wanted to fight against ranch – you could just try to, perhaps by writing a letter, uh, <laughs> you could you could try to get them to include a different sauce. You know what oh, I mean? In no. place of ranch. I think maybe that ship has sailed, but but Possibly. it's huge. I think it's too late. I think that mm-hmm. if we could time travel, <laughs> mm-hmm. and this was not a fixed point, <laughs> yeah, if we yeah. could convince Domino's to send something different. Domino's is a powerful force in the universe. Oh, it is. We've talked about it before, and. You know, side note, the three people podcasting right now, we are all what we call stray cats at the office. Oh, yeah. Which means it's very difficult for us to turn down the free available food or drink. That is true. Yeah. And I have recently um, eaten the ranch that came with a chicken wings order, even though I did not want to, and regretted regretted it immediately. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, it was there. (laughs) 
<laughs> like, maybe I'll give this another go. No, 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 no. Uh, while Annie was saying this, she got a thousand league stare and uh, wrung her hand. <laughs> I, I recall it. I was sitting on the floor. I recall it so well. And I know, like, the, the container is at the top of my trash can right now. So every time I throw something away, I see it. And I'm like, oh, why did I do that? But at least you, you got um, something that even if you didn't like the taste of, it didn't poison you. That's true. And if we if we jump ahead in our ranch dressing timeline to 2015, Wishbone had to recall almost 9,000 cases of ranch dressing that had mistakenly been filled with blue cheese. That would have been a wonderful surprise for me, but not for (laughs) everyone else. (laughs) No. In 2017, Hidden Valley opened a ranch outlet store online. Um, It was on March 10th, by the way, which is National Ranch Dressing Day. Um, the shop currently only has one item, a uh, T-shirt that reads Pizza Level Expert and has an, a little image of a ranch <laughs> bottle on it. Um, but, uh, but prior designs appear to have featured slogans like Peace, Love, Ranch, and uh, Carpe Ranch. Carpe Ranch? You know, seize the, seize the ranch. ranch. Yeah. Um, apparently they were also selling ranch koozies, like koozies for your ranch bottle. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, and uh, and a ranch fondue fountain. Finally, right? <laughs> We've all been waiting so long for this innovation to come our way. <laughs> well, I, I mean, congratulations to them. I kind of hope that I somehow stumble upon a ranch dressing T-shirt. I don't know why. I like a free T-shirt. Hmm. And I feel like I could wear it and think about the time I ate ranch dressing. <laughs> uh, Annie was laughing there, not crying, but it's it was sort of it was sort of borderline. It was to a be gray super area honest. for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that brings us about <laughs> to this day and to some ranch science. Yes, and we will get into that ranch science right after we get back from a quick break for a word from our sponsor. This episode is brought to you by Pronamel. Not all our favorite foods and drinks are BFFs with our teeth. Salad dressing, seltzers, and fruits can be enamel enemies. So if you eat or drink those things regularly, your enamel could be at risk. And once it's gone, it's gone. Pronamel Intensive Enamel Repair penetrates deep into the enamel surface, locking in vital minerals to repair acid-weakened enamel. And with new Pronamel Repair mouthwash, you can enhance that repair beyond just brushing. Pronamel is the number one dentist-recommended brand for acid erosion, so buy Pronamel Repair anywhere you buy toothpaste or mouthwash. Visit Pronamel.com. Ready? Let's go. Give me a vacation. Vacation! Give me a golf course. 70 courses! Let's get a water sport. Can I get excursions? We're watching. Time for chill vibes. Beach How about a garden tour? Give me a dolphin. What's that spell? If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your trip at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. And we're back. Thank you, sponsor. Yes, thank you. So Ranch Science. Okay, um, because ranch is such a popular dressing here in the United States, there's actually a decent bit of ranch-specific scientific inquiry into how to best produce it. Um, The two studies I found were uh, this one kind of like heat processing, bottling kind of process. I didn't, from that word salad, I obviously didn't write down very much about it. Um, That one and also the, the flavor profile of ranch, like if they tweak singular elements in it, like more buttermilk, less buttermilk, uh, more garlic, less garlic, figuring out what the, like, sweet spot of most people's ranch preferences to build the ultimate ranch, the Uber ranch. No. (laughs) (laughs) It would really be a weapon then. But the science that I was really interested in was why we like it so much to begin with or why some people who aren't, like, Three and a half of us out of four people currently listening to me talk. (laughs) (laughs) Right. And Julia Moskin, writing for the New York Times, pointed out that folks have been enjoying sauces that are creamy and have a little bit of a bite of, like, herb and spice and pepper. This is not a new thing. Think of every butter or cream sauce that gets flavored with onions or garlic. Think of uh, every cream or cheese or yogurt sauce that you see with dill and parsley. Think of the simple pleasure of just a nice creamy pepper sauce. Oh. These sauces are cooling or, or coating, and uh, they can either gussy up plain foods like pasta or other starches or chicken, whatever, or they can bring spicy foods back from the edge a little bit, you know, your, your buffalo wings. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. And the latter works because of one of the properties of a common spicy flavor compound, capsaicin. It's the stuff that makes hot peppers hot. Uh, specifically, it binds to the nerve receptors in your mouth that are responsible for telling your brain when something is physically warm. It triggers those. You're like, ow, burning. Mm-hmm. Your Stop brain has, that. yeah. Or, no, continue, but yeah. get sauce on there. <laughs> Either one. Like when we all ate uh, the world's hottest chip. Oh, a piece of it. A piece of it. We didn't each eat. You have to buy the chip individually. You do. I still kind of regret that fraction of a chip. I wonder if ranch would step that down. It would. It would help clear it off your tongue because, uh, because, so... Uh, The thing about capsaicin in this particular element is that it's hydrophobic. Uh, That is, it avoids water molecules and gravitates towards fat molecules. And that's why drinking water to relieve the burn of spicy peppers doesn't work. Uh, Capsaicin isn't water-soluble, so it'll just stay stuck to your nerve receptors. But it is fat-soluble. So when you consume a fatty product like ranch, the molecules of fat and other hydrophobic compounds that are bound up with that fat will bind with the capsaicin and wash it away. That's why people say to drink milk if you have spicy stuff rather than 
Yeah, rather than water. Capsaicin is also alcohol-soluble, though, so beer can totally help. Less than Less than ranch. Less than fat. But still help. But still help. This is great, Lauren. I'm having a (laughs) the-more-you-know moment. (laughs) Yeah, and um, probably because of this, as we will talk about in our Chicken Wings episode— one of the reasons it started to be served with chicken wings and, like, beer became a thing with it, too. It's well, all connected. I mean, there, there is a science reason there. I think it's also, I mean, it's, I think there's a cultural yes, of course, element. This goes all the way to the top. <laughs> I just, I made a deal with myself that I would say that at least once in this episode. <laughs> I was waiting for a time when it would be appropriate, but I don't think that time's gonna going to happen. So I'm just going to throw it in there. You did it. Good job. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for teaching me so much about ranch because like many of us listening to today's episode, I'm familiar with it culturally, but for a long time I didn't know uh, – I, I, I didn't know very much at all about the name or the science behind it. And it sounds like to redeem ranch a bit, it, <laughs> it has a reason to be on the table. This goes beyond taste. There's some solid science behind it. I would point out that blue cheese dressing would do the same spice thing that ranch does. All right, cool. We tried to throw ranch dressing a life preserver. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, smacked it away. (laughs) I mean, technically, if you just, like, ate a pat of butter, like, it would help, too. I'm not necessarily recommending that you do that. Unless you want to. (laughs) (laughs) Unless you're at that point. We're trying to not be as judgmental as we have been throughout this whole episode. But as as the time for – I was just discussing with um, our coworker, Ramsey, who you'll hear from soon. I love Super Bowl food. I don't watch football. Uh-huh. And in fact, the past couple of years, I have just had like a huge party and the game is not even on. <laughs> just like, yeah, chicken wings, pizza, beer. And this year, it is being held in our very own city. It is. So maybe I'll, maybe I'll get one of those kegs oh. of ranch. Oh, my oh you mean the Super Bowl? Yes. I thought you meant the party that you throw every oh. year is being, for some reason, this year held, uh, held the in this city. Or at the oh, Super yeah. Bowl. I, I move all city. around. Yeah. And wherever the Super Bowl is, <laughs> I am there, but I'm not watching it. I'm only eating chicken wings. <laughs> That's just that's just who I am. You're like in the stadium with your back turned and like a large yes. platter of food in the seat behind you. Yes. Yeah. Like purposefully, I've yeah. got headphones yeah. on, ignoring <laughs> everyone. It's my ritual. But I think that brings us to the end <laughs> of this ranch dressing episode. I would love to hear from listeners from other countries. Yeah. What do you think about all this? Have yes. you ever eaten this flavor? Yes. What's the most popular condiment in your neck of the global woods? And is it like ranch? Is there something like ranch in your uh, in your country, in your area? Yeah. Yes. Please, please let us know. Uh, thank you so much for joining us, Ben. Where can people find you? Oh, yeah. Thank you for having me. Let's see. Uh, like many of us here, I wear several different hats. You can find me on Stuff They Don't Want You to Know, our podcast that separates the fact from fiction on all sorts of crazy allegations of the paranormal government conspiracies and true crime. In fact, you can also find uh, Lauren and Annie themselves uh, dropping by Stuff They Don't Want You to Know to make an appearance. So uh, check out our food science 
science episodes on how Nestle is a supervillain. You can also learn about Annie's adventures in Australia. I also do a show called Ridiculous History that you might enjoy, which is what it says on the tin. It's about <laughs> some of the most cartoonish, strange, dumbest, weirdest, most bizarre, and yes, ridiculous things that we as a species have done throughout the span of human civilization. And there are more things, but we're all over the internet. I guess if you want to find out about them, you can follow me on my Instagram where I'm at, in a burst of creativity, at Ben Bullen. Genius. <laughs> Why have I never thought of that? Wouldn't it be crazy if that handle instead was like Super Ranch Fan 99? Ooh. <laughs> you should do that. I'm just saying. For a little bit. Can't, t- can't tell you what to do, but can, can try to influence you. <laughs> Yeah, well, this has been great. Thanks again, yeah, listeners. Thank you. If you want to find us, you can please send those ranch, any ranch thoughts our way. <laughs> our email is hello at saverpod.com. We're also on social media. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at SaverPod. We do hope to hear from you. Thank you again to Ben. Thank you to our super producers, Dylan Fagan and Andrew Howard. Thanks to you for listening, and we hope that lots more good things are coming your way. This episode is brought to you by Pronamel. Not all our favorite foods and drinks are BFFs with our teeth. Salad dressing, seltzers, and fruits can be enamel enemies. So if you eat or drink those things regularly, your enamel could be at risk. And once it's gone, it's gone. Pronamel Intensive Enamel Repair penetrates deep into the enamel surface, locking in vital minerals to repair acid-weakened enamel. And with new Pronamel Repair mouthwash, you can enhance that repair beyond just brushing. Pronamel is the number one dentist-recommended brand for acid erosion, so buy Pronamel Repair anywhere you buy toothpaste or mouthwash. Visit Pronamel.com. Let's hit it! Give me a vacation! Vacation! Give me a wave! Surfing! Give me a city tour! The trolley! Give me animals! The zoo! Give me some sea life! <laughs> Give me museums! Park. Give me a woo! If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your family vacation at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring.